Hello, everyone. My name is Brendan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. <laughs> Welcome to Page Journeys They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast, in this episode of One with the Force. Well, what I'd like to talk about today briefly is a bit of speculation. The Mandalorian Season 2 coming soon. And The Bad Batch coming next year. Animated series. And the High Republic novels coming in the beginning of 2021. Novels and comics, I should say. I thought, let's speculate. Let's have a little fun speculating about the what we might see. But speculate responsibly. Yes. If I may borrow the phrase from Force Center. So let's talk about the Mandalorian really quick. Um they have a bigger budget this time. So I think that the story and the worlds will be much more expansive. Um, it already looked pretty good in season one. I'm just trying to imagine what they're going to be able to do uh, going forward. Now, the biggest question on my mind is, in season one, the Mandalorian was given the task of reuniting the child with its people. I guess his people, I guess the... I guess the child's a boy, I think. Um, and, you know, what does that mean? Does that mean reunite him with his species? Or reunite him with the Jedi? Now, the Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. At that time, as far as we are aware, the only real Jedi is Luke Skywalker. Ahsoka is out there, but she claims from her own words, or at least did in Star Wars Rebels, said, I am no Jedi. Yeah, whatever that means, take that for what it is. And we know Ezra is probably out there somewhere. Ezra Bridger from Star Wars Rebels. And he's a Force user, but is he a Jedi? No, it's debatable. But the only Jedi is Luke that we know of. We do not know when Luke begins his Jedi Academy. We don't know. I mean, he, he started a training academy. It never says that Ben Solo was in that first class. So we don't know when Luke founds the, the, a new Jedi Academy. We must assume, I guess, that Luke is the only Jedi. Now, because of the way things are. Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, doesn't seem to be aware of the Jedi. Um, you know, he was rescued by Mandalorians during the Clone War. 
he was basically adopted by them. I don't think he's ever seen a Jedi. And then the Jedi were wiped out, so it's it makes sense that he wouldn't know about them. Now, the armorer says that the ancient songs speak of the Jedi. You know, basically, that, sh that would imply that she's not very aware of them. But as we know, there were only ever about 10,000 Jedi Knights in a galaxy of countless numbers. Like, um, we know that in uh, Marketh Tua in Star Wars Rebels, the magistrate, she's not very familiar with the Jedi and didn't know much about them or how they died or uh, died out or any of that. So that makes sense that the Mandalorian wouldn't be as familiar. So, to me, that's the biggest question is, what does that mean, reuniting the child with its kind? I don't know. Um, a lot of other speculation in regards to the Mandalorian is, well, all this talk about we might see you know, Boba Fett or, or other characters like that. You know, is Cobb Vance from the Aftermath novels going to be in the series? When are we going to see Ahsoka? Now, one thing I picked up on, so in the trailer, the Mandalorian, Mando is on a an ocean planet. Some people have said, well, is that Camino? Or is that Mon Calamari? Mon Cala, they call it. Um, but I remember it, and I was watching episode three of The Mandalorian last night. And in the episode, The Mandalorian's like, I want more work. And Grief Kark is like, okay, uh, pick, pick a bounty. And he takes a bounty for an a uh, a Mon Calamari, you know, Admiral Akbar species. And Grief Cargo says it's a nobleman's son. Skip Bale. It looks like you're headed to the ocean dunes of Karnak. Is that what we see? Is that that ocean planet? Is the Mandalorian going on another quest? As a bounty hunter? Or is he giving up that life? I don't know. But maybe that is where he's going. That's what the ocean planet is. So anyhow, I don't know, but a lot of people think that the Mandalorian is going to be going on kind of a uh, scavenger hunt to find the Jedi. Is that Ilum, that ice planet? Is that where the Jedi used to get their kyber crystals? With the lightsabers? Is the ocean planet uh, Camino, where the cloning facilities used to be? You know, I don't know. I don't know what's, what, what is going to be going on, and that's the fun of it. 
there isn't a lot to speculate on because I don't want to start setting myself up for disappointment. With that being said, it should be quite interesting. Okay, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll speculate on more upcoming properties. Uh, see you in a moment. Okay, and that was a word about Anchor. Okay. The first thing I want to talk about is Star Wars The High Republic. Now, for those who are not familiar, Star Wars The High Republic is a new publishing initiative where there are going to be novels, uh, both for older readers and younger readers, and comic books telling the story of the High Republic, which is the state of the Republic 200 years before the movies. It's sort of the golden age of the Republic called the High Republic. And they just released the opening excerpt, you know, the, not excerpt, the opening crawl. Like they do with most Star Wars properties. They just released the opening crawl uh, to the public. And I'm going to read it to you. Star Wars, the High Republic. The galaxy is at peace, ruled by the glorious Republic and protected by the noble and wise Jedi Knights. As a symbol of all that is good, the Republic is about to launch Starlight Beacon into the far reaches of the Outer Rim. This new space station will serve as a ray of hope for all to see. But just as a magnificent renaissance spreads throughout the Republic, so does a frightening new adversary. Now the guardians of peace and justice must face a threat to themselves, the galaxy, and the force itself. So that's the opening call, my friends. Starlight Beacon. Interesting. Now, they're launching it into the Outer Rim. Now, the Outer Rim, I imagine, is largely unexplored at this time period. At least that's the implication. Something's happening. Something is going to happen. Now, I do believe that this new adversary, I know a little bit about them. But I don't really want to say because I don't want to spoil anything. So that's the High Republic. Uh, if you go to StarWars.com you will see a gallery of artwork and detailed biographies of the characters that we will see in this. Uh, and I absolutely love the designs uh, of the 
costumes and the lightsabers. Everything has a more elegant design. And what's interesting is it shows the characters in their fancier robes and their mission outfits. And what's very interesting, I'm noticing from the art, Anakin's outfit in uh, the Clone Wars and in Episode 3 is very similar to the High Republic mission attire. Thought that's very interesting. Okay. So the High Republic, I don't really know much about, and I want to be surprised. But I am excited to get involved in reading it. And the last thing to talk about before we wrap up is Star Wars The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch is going to be about a group of clones who are very unique, who are very much like, um, think all the guys in the movie Predator, you know, a team of commandos. Um, and the story is going to be about what happens to the clones after the Empire rises to power. After Order 66. Mm. And that's going to be coming out next year as a new animated series. So at the moment, there isn't a lot of news about Star Wars products. But I thought I would discuss some of those with you today. What little we do know, and a little bit about what we might see. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Thank you for tuning in to One with the Force, presented by Tate's Journeys They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.